this is probably the coolest podcast on the motherfucking planet yeah hello beautiful people welcome back to episode 5 of the pursuit of serotonin you are with me mumba and i mean oh okay obviously for you to be here you know my my full name <laughs> i don't know why i thought that but anyway i think it's been a minute since we talked one-on-one like this because the previous episode where i was with my housemate but yeah i think a serious episode it's been a while maybe a month not that long but at least i have my friends to remind me <laughs> to to record i think i wouldn't have recorded this if chisanga didn't text me but yeah so and today's episode we are dealing with self-esteem now i want everyone to listen to this episode Ish. you see this, this this is the problem guys i am really sorry if there is any noise in the background right now this is the only time i can record because in the evening we have some madman that passes in the road shouting so unless you want to hear you want to listen to him yelling i think on the next episode i'll record in the evening so if there's any banging in the background please allow it the store downstairs is renovating the building next there's not not even the building they're building next to us so there's a lot of banging anyway back to it self-esteem um i think i can just define it from the top of my head so for me self-esteem is self-worth or self-value you can also maybe confidence yeah confidence that someone has in themselves so i have really battled with self-esteem from like from when i was young when i was young that's that i feel most of us have battled with self-esteem from when we were young I, I guess there's always that confidence somewhere somewhere that was lacking but yeah i feel the the kids of today like the generation after after us these guys these guys because they have majority of their parents are you know millennials or some gen z also parents so you know they know how to tackle these things when raising kids that's the that's the good part we are not raising children the way our parents raised us or the way our grandparents raised us and that's that's something i love to see hmm. so we're going to tackle how self-esteem affects our day-to-day lives having a low self-esteem of course not high i don't know maybe i would like to talk about too much self-esteem later is that if is that yeah it's a thing obviously too much of everything is bad so it must be a thing i thought it wasn't a thing but yeah too much self-esteem so low self-esteem can affect your choice making relationships and really just your life in general so in choice making because you lack confidence so obviously when you're making your choices it's like you're afraid to fail you know every time you're making a decision or you're applying for something let's say you don't dream big because you're like either way they won't even pick me this is too high i'm reaching on this part so it's like you're really holding back yourself every time you see that ad in the newspaper 
and they're looking for i don't know something higher than what you got maybe they want someone with a master's and you've got a degree so you're like mm, no or they want someone with experience of seven years and you've never worked before so you're like mm, no you know so it like it really hinders us in the choices we make we don't believe in ourselves that much i don't know if that makes sense relationship wise ah as someone who has never been in a relationship <laughs> okay but yes just there yeah, I, I i i i really i don't know if someone's counting out there that we were in a relationship but i hope they listen to this and know mm, nah i have i have been single since i don't know when so mm-mm. anyway in relationships your self-esteem Hmm. Hmm. I should have gotten someone with which relationship experience on this part. I don't know. Maybe should I call someone up? I think let me call someone up. Hello. Hello, baby girl. Chanda, you're telling me you can't read English. Mumba, then that's like here, please, guy. That's my buzz, two buzz out of this buzz, or just this four, nine, four or five buzz. Only two are on nine, can you show it? So it's really slow. I don't know why you went to live in the village. Uh, Honestly, my father, I don't know what his plan was. I don't know if he <laughs> think he won. I don't know if he killed bring us go to our but otherwise I'm here bitch. Ah. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the pursuit of serotonin. Let's wait for okay, the Okay, but Mumba, the first yeah. part of the day I can't because I just embarrassed myself. I have to make my accent nice. <laughs> Kaya, guys, just just be yourself, we'll edit, we'll see. <laughs> ah, Mumba, Mumba, please, Mumba, ah. please, please, do not embarrass me, Mumba. Future, Chanda. Chanda, okay. you do that with, by yourself alone. Yes, wow, okay. I think I should start shouting again. Please just hey, the yeah. other one has become we're about to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so move back. Ask the question, baby girl. Got the borrow. Like, why is it the borrow? Guys, you don't greet. Oh, hey. Oh, I'm well. Deborah, Thanks for asking. You? You're so caring. Hey. How- <laughs> and I know, just Christ. Oh, gosh, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, oh, first oh, things okay. first, introduce yourself. Can I start? Okay, so, is this a- guys. <laughs> Okay, no, okay, I'm serious. Okay, Chanda. hi guys, it's Chanda. Mm. Okay, Chanda, who what, like they don't know you. This is your first appearance. Chanda Chavala there's nothing more to tell about that. Last girl, actually, you ever know, so if you get to meet me, as <laughs> connection, could know. Whoa. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> you can, you can, you can. <laughs> okay, but no, guys, it's back now. It's back. Okay, Mumba, I was just saying my name. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Wait, uh, say it, say it again, like me. I didn't hear, so it's not recorded. So say start again. Who oh, are you? okay. Hi, guys. It's Chama Chavala. Um, 
I don't know what else to say about myself, but um, yeah, I'm the girl. <laughs> yeah, me, I'm the girl. I do the things. Deborah. Okay, um, hi everyone. Oh, oh not hi everyone. <laughs> it's the hardest. Guys, it's an introduction, your family. Hey. Mumba, what do we say? Okay, Mumba, what we say as we don't know. What do you mean what to say? How do you introduce yourself, guys? You, you've never introduced yourself. Let me stand up. Okay, okay, let me. Jesus. My name is Deborah Ngira. Some people know me as Matwange. Ah, we umungulu guys. Wait, guys, you're telling me you're just failing to say your names or what you do, which school you're at, what you're studying. You're failing just to summarize your life. Mumba, you didn't say achieving their life. What we do in life who is to say. You just just introduce yourself. Where you can use yourself, Chanda? What? They don't know you. There are how many Chanda Chavalas are out there? How many the girls are out there? Okay, wow. See, sorry, sorry. Oh, God. Okay, okay, guys. Okay, so, um... Hi, guys. It's Chanda Chavala. Um... <laughs> I'm recording live from my bedroom. Yeah, from my bedroom with my dog Hunter. We're just chilling here. Uh, we're here to grace you with our voices, me and Deborah, the twanging Guira, you know. So, hope you enjoy this podcast. Amen. Mumba, may I have done what I can do? Yeah. The bo- <laughs> My goodness. Okay, guys. Anyway, I feel like you guys just have to stay for the whole episode then. Guys, my episode today, let me just summarize it for you, is about self-esteem. Manje, I reached a, a, a roadblock mm-hmm. on... Oh, wait. First, let me ask. Have you guys ever Bad suffered time. with low self-esteem? Yeah. Mm, how was it? It was bad. Well, very and... Okay, you'll be talking first than me. Yes. For me, mm, guy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so for me, um, I still actually suffer with loss of esteem because I have a condition that not too many people know about. Um, I think Fumba and Deborah know about it. It's my good friends to remember because I've told them before about it. But um, yeah, I suffer mm-hmm. from a condition called scoliosis. This is where um, a curvature forms your, your spine. Like the spine is supposed to be straight, right? But then my spine has sort of like a curvature. So um, my posture isn't like, you know, the actual, actual posture of, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it, mm. it kind of dawns on me sometimes. Like when I wear clothes, actually, it kind of shows sometimes. But then that's only if you're like, really attentive to the human posture and how, you know, someone is supposed to look. But, um, yeah, besides that, that's just basically what it is. We out here. Yeah. We're living. <laughs> well, yeah. Baby. I have also suffered from, like, low self-esteem. But then most times, I never know that it's, it's that. Like, I'm not feeling confident and whatnot. 
And I don't know why, but I usually don't even know why I feel that way unless I'm in a, an environment where I feel maybe, you know, like, yeah, less of myself, not good enough. Yes, that's when I get it. And I, it's not like I have a root cause, like, has gender pain. For me, it's, it's, it just flies for no reason. Mm. So, like, when did you start being aware that it was low self-esteem that you had? Like, when did you just come to the... Because, you know, you have to obviously think, like, okay, it's messing up with my... Conf- it's messing with my confidence, and you came to the conclusion that it's not just a one-time thing where I'm overthinking, but it's actually low self-esteem. Like, when did you start getting aware that you... Actually, you've already said you know, my answer. It's when I started getting, like, self Like, yes. like, when? Do you, like, remember a time? Maybe you were, like, 12 yes, or something. Um, growing up, like, I have a lot of female cousins. So, get together, and then we start complimenting mm-hmm. each other. Hey, your bum is nice. It's big. You've grown. I'd always... <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hold on, guys. I'm recording! <laughs> No, I, t- I wanted you to get me data. It's fine. I went down. Okay. So, sorry. Yes. When my cousins are discussing, you know, hey, your bums have grown. Hey, your boobs are nice. You shiny, shiny, shiny. Hey, but can they both And then, you know, I was always the least <laughs> considered. Maybe that was to do with age, but then it affected me yeah. and how I looked at myself. Mm. And Chanda, like before you knew you had, I don't even know how to pronounce it, Xay, I'm sorry, I, but <laughs> before you knew you had that condition, did you suffer from low self-esteem before that or it was just, you know, the whole spinal problem? I end up with you. That's annoying. <laughs> Ah, so there's a problem. The boys, he was trying to log in for one hour. And I maybe they didn't take. I really need to hear. Let me just. Ah, guy, how's how's the stuff going? It's just eh? hard. <laughs> I have mm. like 500 PowerPoints to go through plus past papers. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I have to cook lunch mm. and then I have to cook supper <sighs> again. I mean, mm. get to then you're in Lusaka. Chanda, is, it, is this Kumayad? What kind of network is this? And the new yards that are being built, they don't have network yet. Anyway, that's true because when we're my mom's building, once, once you just figure, you get ready, you just you just see the buzz reducing. Maybe now it's better. Anyway, that was a while ago. I go. 
Hey guys, sorry, sorry. Okay, abuela. I think let me just find someone to hotspot me, man. Ah, wait. Let me ask. I think so. No, no. Where are you? Chanda. Chanda doesn't disappoint. Chanda, you know, Chanda, I think Chanda just has an issue with gadgets. Signing in, it's a problem. Hotspot password, it's a problem. Who would have thought? So she's going to find again what? She's still typing the password. I don't know how long Nono's password is. <laughs> One Chanda. She's gone. <laughs> One Chanda. Yeah. Wait, guy, your exam is online. Final, it's final, it's just CA. It's CA. Oh, ah. those are the couple of people are just complaining. I'm going to mute all of you. Bad vibes. Not even sexy anymore. Before. I don't see it's more important than final for some of us because final para chepa. <laughs> okay, but that's true, Wadi. I feel like the in between tests, to my assignments, they really matter. Because sometimes time it can bring you up that's in right. the bums. That's the grace of God. I have never seen someone who struggles with technology like this girl. Beyond me. Hmm. You know, I'm studying Excel. Yeah, you study what? Study Excel. <laughs> I'm sorry for this step. But, but you don't respect me. I'm a technology, your friend. Oh, it's under. But seriously, guy, you need to be. I don't ah, know if you need to start reading the manual for what the phone. What are we talking about, guy? I'm using someone's back with me. Tanda, you how? Okay, 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 okay. So there are the question, like I was asking, before you found out that, you know, you had your, eh, you know, I don't know how to pronounce it, right, but yeah, before that, you have, Chanda, I, I will not learn how to pronounce, I will, I will pronounce it after the podcast. Yeah, okay, okay. So, yeah, before you had it, before you had it, did you have any self-esteem issues? Not really. I didn't really have any, like, you know, low self-esteem issues. Mm. The time coming after, my mom noticed it. Like, I didn't even notice it about myself, you know. Like, I thought I was fine. But then, there's one time I was walking, and my mom was behind me. Then she was like, Chacha, mm. why are you, like, you know, slanting and walking? So I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I'm walking straight. Then she's like, no, like, yeah, like. I'm walking okay. What are you talking about? What are you saying? And then she was like, no, you're not straight. Like, stand. Then I stood. And then. She like you know held my shoulders and then like one was like upward and then the other one was like you know, kind of down and she was like Mm-mm, there's something wrong and then yeah that's walking you know the low self she was like when walking I was always trying to you know look normal and like not look like I'm standing on one side and whatnot yeah. and then yeah. Hmm. yeah but like okay. 
but have you like overcome it or you still go through it the both of you like deborah with your <laughs> bum issue and uh <laughs> she's studying i think oh, she's gone again
But then I came up with childs first year. This girl was like, uh, I can't study with you. I want to study with people who are intelligent and can motivate. Sandra, <laughs> 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 so we were just, as we were just yeah, surprised. Yeah, I'm so surprised, guys. The boy is broke. Like she is one of the smartest people I know. <laughs> like honestly speaking, I don't know people actually have just the like, audacity some of us. to. <laughs> Some of us said that we are the person that's 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 the God bless. Ah, may the force be with her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the part where I had the hiccup on this self-esteem thingy was in relationships, because, you know, it's one of the points that I have here. Like, have you guys, has it, like, ever affected maybe what could have been with you and the guy or, you know, in the relationship, did your low self did you reach a point where you weren't confident enough and maybe it gave your relationship some roadblock or something? Have you ever had those moments? Mm, for me, I don't think so. Because um honestly, when I discovered about my scoliosis, I didn't I don't know why, but then I felt like I didn't really have to make it known to my partner, like, oh, so I suffer from this and what but that's what like Maybe they would, you know, like start to have pity and start looking at me differently, like, oh no, so you have this, but then I still love you. What? I didn't really like, you know, let it be known in any of my relationships. So, no, it didn't really, you know, hinder any of those nonsense things I was in, whatever those things were. I don't know what they were, but yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, those things? <laughs> yeah, Muba. Bora, the Bora. That's why I say love, you bad dot. What do you mean nonsense? <laughs> Today it's nonsense. <laughs> Matako. <laughs> Wait, that's a good Debbie. You know, not 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 like not like only centering on like, you know, the self-esteem you guys have mentioned, but confidence wise also, like, have you ever had moments where you're not, you know, confident in your partner or in yourself? You feel you're not good enough for them or yeah, you know such for stuff. Me, I think I actually still have that and yeah, it's 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 a big problem that I still have because you know it's like I always have to get assurance from my partner and it's exhausting. I, I always get exhausted from it. Like you mm-hmm. don't really go through this all over again. But mm. then, yeah. Okay. Me, I wanted the relationship part. I thought you guys would have more to say, but clearly, five no, you that. don't. <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. What about hey, you? What about so, what are your... Me? You yeah. listen in the podcast. Of course, I'm going to say... Of course, I'm going to say my part, my piece. Okay, baby girl. Of course, I'm... What? Okay, yeah, so... You talked about steps and all that stuff. Have you ever... Okay, I think that's what other part is just... Making sure you don't destroy someone else's self-esteem. Do you feel like you've... Yeah, you guys you guys have probably destroyed people's self-esteem. <laughs> the bar I put in the whole class, guys. Uh, the boy I the the want the because she's mm-hmm. a legend. Uh, the boy is a legend. Legend. Uh, There's no one uh, like uh, uh, Nobody, nobody. I'm sure everyone still remembers that time when she just called them out. You, sh- sh- I'm sure they remember. They, they'll just never forget it. And there was legendary hey, days. Hey, man, that was, that was crazy. 
And then she sat down like nothing happened. Imagine that. This chick. The bar was just Where to start from? I was hectic. I was hectic. Guys, so what you're doing here is not good. Mm, I think I'll even tell your grandchildren those stories. <laughs> no, they gotta know. They gotta know. Yeah, she's gonna listen. Wow. You know, she's she's the girl. Okay, guys, last words before you go. Do you have like shout outs? So, you want to plug in your, your hustles, your Instagram? No. I just want to say that. Um, Self-esteem mm. can cause a lot of bad things. It can cause depression. You don't know how to handle yourself well. But to do that, you're aware of yourself. So mm-hmm. a journey towards self-awareness is very important. It's necessary. We should all, at some point in our lives, embark on it. But don't be, don't, mm-hmm. you know, people pressure you into doing things. But know who you are, what you want, what you want. Those things will keep mm-hmm. you on a straight path. Mm. Yeah. Gender. gender is just for vibes. Ah. You feel it's good vibes everywhere, guys. It's good vibes. But then... gender, can you say something? Can you please say something? Gender, ah. <laughs> I can say something, Ah, don't, don't, don't say, don't say, mama, mama quotes, mama. No, no, guys, listen. Okay, so um. One thing I've learned throughout my self-esteem journey is that you should always learn to be kind to yourself. Like, don't, you know, beat yourself up about, you know, whatever situation you're in. Like, always remember, you know, like, just love yourself, guys. You know, self-love is very important. And, you know, have your back because, hey, this is a cold world, guys crazy it's crazy mm. yeah so just always be kind to you mm, very good okay yeah. all right guys you guys will probably have another episode I don't, you, you two can come up with it if you want to like host would you do like to host <laughs> <laughs> but yeah when i'm in Osaka, guys yeah, you guys should host but, but like, was what's going they on. I forgot they, they want that. She don't come back to Zambia because they know her place. <laughs> At- you lie. But, but you forgot they, they want there. Don't come. Ah, they want me, guys, that when I land for airport. <laughs> yeah, when you just freak dear young, it's gonna be I will shambles. find her at the airport. Uh, I, I will back careful. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm just so pray because you said you should pray. Just pray. <laughs> I don't even want to come back home. I'm so scared. Yeah, oh my God. Don't come back home, please. For your safety, please. Uh, Deborah, I didn't tell you that me, I, was, I was threatened that we're yeah. from London. Ah, it's just been a, a crazy, a crazy, uh, <laughs> crazy time. People have forgotten. <laughs> Upon landing. Upon landing, she just head back. Should head back because I should just should... head back. I should I should fear. Honestly, because yeah, I would want the ones are angry, huh? Ones are vexed. Ones are angry. Ones are... they're not even refusing what I said. They're just upset that I said it. Yeah, because you just can't say that. Like, who are you? <laughs> I mean, who am I? 
So I went to the relationship experts and it seems like they didn't, you know, have any self-esteem issues or confidence, low confidence levels in their relationship. So I don't know what to tell you people about relationships, to be honest, because anyway, I guess for me personally, not that it ruined relationships because I have never been in a relationship, but (laughs) let me just say it ruined, hmm, how can I even explain it? Okay, yeah. Um, it ruined what could have been my low self-esteem. It's like I used to feel like I am not good enough for a person or even like when a guy maybe approaches me or DMs me and you know he's good looking and all that stuff then I don't know what would go on in my mind and be like no he's already out of my league or he probably just wants to play me and someone could have like good intentions but just because i thought that i wasn't good enough for them or you know just certain thoughts that i used to look down on myself like this person is too hot for me this person is too this for me so i used to sabotage myself a lot when it comes to those so i ruined so many so many chances when you maybe one of them was my soulmate or <laughs> obviously not because i mean if they were they would still be here but yeah that's how it ruined what could have been for me busy thinking low of myself or i'm not good enough for a person they are too good for me when in reality such things don't even exist to be honest i mean if you vibe with someone you vibe so and it's the loss of esteem personally i didn't live my life to the fullest let me be honest with you i really didn't live life to the fullest because i was always self-conscious that i can't do this and this because i'll draw attention you know or i can't say i i like this person because you know maybe it would be people laugh and be like you're look at you and look at him you know so i didn't really live life to the fullest it's it was just it's just a hindrance i don't know for people out there who've gone through it everything that you do that you try to do something will just tell you oh don't even do that like for example in school or even at work let me tell you a short story of me applying here so like when applying yeah okay to be honest i applied i was applying for like a lot of things of for school and all that stuff then i wasn't getting like the feedback that i wanted or even like let's say 
let me give an example for school in that was 2017 2018 2017 yeah when i was doing scca yeah i don't know what happened that year but <laughs> they broke into the car i went for my sister's sports day at pinewood yeah so like because i don't know people who've probably been to pinewood when they have events like roads are usually full so you find that you can literally park your car like down the road near the catholic church that's how that's how much it is so like that's why there was no space up front because we were late so that's why i parked the car and yes i'm recording okay yeah so that's where i parked the car and I noticed some guys laughing at this story because we both know who stole from the car that day. So a couple, like me and my friend Mwape, we went, like we wanted food because you know my sister said she didn't like the chicken that they were selling there because it wasn't getting ready inside. So I like, oh, let me go to our kids and I'll get you, no, East Park, and I'll get you a shawarma by, I don't know if I've even forgotten the name, Goats and Chips, Goat and Chips or something else. That's Tonya Hungry Lion. So yeah. We went there <laughs> with two other guys actually. They said they also wanted to go there. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was thinking they were going to do their own thing. Then ah, I was shocked they're following us. So I was like, oh, okay. Okay, one was our former classmate, and the other one was a grade ahead of us by then. So <laughs> I'm laughing because I noticed some guys laughing, but okay. So we. They ended up following and I was like, ah, cool. They just want to get a breather or something. That's how we even drove back to, you know, school and all that. By then, like, the car that I had, the Suzuki, didn't have an alarm or anything or any security thing except just the lock that you use the remote for. So that's how we even packed the car. And we were, like, walking. Then they, then one guy was like, oh, we need to remain behind. So that's how you remain behind. And I was like, ah, well and good. I've been... Dude, does it look like he can steal or anything? So, uh, to my surprise, we're coming back. My my cousin's tablet was stolen. My school books. That day I was actually supposed to go study at my friend's place, Chilumba, for the exam. And my exam was on a Monday. So my school books were stolen. You can imagine, like, two days before your exam, all my books were stolen. He got the whole bag. I would say, okay, let me not say he got, but the thief got the whole bag. My shoes were gone. <laughs> Like you guys, the shoes that's what's, that's what's killing me. So, like, there were just this you know, when Mr. Price has sales, like where you find shoes for 50 quarter, he got my shoes, he got and they were not even you, they were used. He got <laughs> ah, that day, oh, hectic. So, he got my shoes. Luckily, I don't know if he thought there was lap, there were laptops, and I, I hope he's reading those SCCA books and all that stuff. So, I was really upset like i was pissed and during that week i remember i was from doing my because my provision was about to expire so i was like oh let me do my license thingy i thought i was a champion well with my championship i didn't even practice for the test i was like it's just cons it's just cons i i went there yo i drove inside coming back oh did i hit the cone i was also i was like it touched me, you know, because how much do you even spend? 300, 400 getting the license. So it touched me. Ah, 
so that within that week two bad events happened and for me as one person when something bad happens i really hate failure so it really affects me like when i fail at something then to make matters worse this guy got my books oh i was really pissed and like ah my mom was just like okay go try applying for this and all that stuff so ah. was like nothing is going well this week he got my my purse it had my nrc inside she told me go replace she made me do all this in one day i had to replace my nrc i didn't have a photocopy of it i had to go to her workplace to check in to check in her lap in her laptop for what's this thing for my nrc there was nothing zikas they told me also that oh you need what's this thing you, you we don't have it we don't give out you know this 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 information they refused i went to dad's dad also said no try at my office i had to go to zda like just within that range it was so tiring and it was so hot that time i was so upset i my emotions were just ha <sighs> so yeah so you can imagine if my mom didn't push me go replace your nrc go apply i wouldn't be here that's the thing i wouldn't be in at this place studying if it wasn't for her i would probably still be at zika's you know it's, i mean it's cool and all but to be honest accounting wasn't what i wanted to do it was just something that i wanted to use to pass time and all that so yeah i wouldn't be here ah i forgot to tell you about the time that that's the very day how i hit the kamwala head of kamwala traffic issue i don't know but she was the boss for these traffic officers i hit her car guys Zembe, I died that day. <laughs> if I tell you, the wet tears were rolling from my face. But anyway, anyway, um, so all those things it messed with my with my self esteem because it all I was thinking was I'm a failure. I'm careless. All these things happened to me in this short space of time. I don't know why I wasn't being so careful. You get so. Well, that was quite long. Just explaining <laughs> about how someone robbed me. <laughs> anyway and i don't know for other people um from a young age some people tend to have self-esteem issues i feel it comes from the home at home i feel this is why we should really be careful with the kids that we're raising these today because we've we've really seen how the words of let's say our parents or whoever it is have have made a huge impact on who we are today so maybe at home you've got a child who's suffering with school and your parent their parents are like oh this child is dumb this child is this every open day they are shouting at the child confiscating the child's stuff and you know sometimes it's like I get like kids are playful, but what I've noticed is that parents back then really didn't take into consideration mental issues. You know, they didn't think of how kids, some kids have may actually have dyslexia. Some kids, very few parents took that into consideration. Others just came to the conclusion that their child is either playful or the child is just dumb, which isn't the case majority of the time. So you find those ways you're telling that child they grow up with it and they just accept themselves the way they are they're like um, and the child probably isn't dumb but because they got a c and you're not satisfied with the c you wanted an a and you start 
ranting the child is dumb sometimes even with your siblings maybe your siblings you see your parents are shouting at your siblings and you're just sitting back watching it shouldn't be the case some of us may have kids siblings that are grown some of us may have siblings that are young what you say to them what you allow their parents your parents to say to them also matters so when you see your parents are saying such dehumanizing things towards your siblings calling them dumb or yelling at them i get sometimes we we do get upset that oh i'm spending this much money and this child isn't doing this thing i'm doing this but this child is too playful there are other methods that you can use to discipline children without insulting them or calling them certain names because those names stick with them kids are really attentive beings and what we say impacts them a lot and it it really molds who they are going to be tomorrow so yeah so things like um on the call we were talking to i was talking to deborah and chanda here and I actually didn't expect them to come up with stuff that they were insecure about because if you see these girls, these girls are drop dead gorgeous. Like guys, even I'm shocked hearing let's say Chanda talk about how that affected her because Chanda is a babe, so it's like oh this is actually what people are going through. This is these are the silent battles and I didn't have any idea that sometimes these things can you know affect people like that things like she said she had that disability that she's going through and it affects her and to be honest i didn't expect that deborah also came through with us was not expecting that and that's how you can tell like that's how you can tell that loss of esteem or confidence levels affect every person to you, you may think someone is all perfect because maybe you're going through your own issues and you start overlooking that, oh, because this person is this beautiful, because this person is this smart, they can't go through that. Then you dismiss all their feelings or you feel like you're the victim, victimizing yourself. You're the only one going through certain things. Yet, that's not the case. things like and other people i don't know for me i don't really go through the whole i'm too old but there's some people that go through i'm too old to do this and this that could be considered loss of esteem maybe you want to go back to pursue your degree or you want to start your master's and you're 60 years old and you're listening then you'll be like oh now nah, i'm too big for this i'm too old for this or you dropped out in high school Let's say you dropped up in high school, you dropped out from university, you're 26. I'm too old for this. I can't be a first-year student at 26. There's nothing really like too old. I just want like to put this out there that whatever you want to do, if you set your mind to it, you can do it. For me, really, age is just a number. If you want to do something, you could be 40 and still go back to do your degree. It really doesn't matter. If you set your mind to it, you do it. So whoever's out there... You're 25, you're 26. If you want to get that degree, please, by all means, there's nothing like too old. Do it. Whatever you're, you're reaching for. If you want to start building, you're not too young, you're not too old, you're not too dumb to do certain things. If you want to start a business, you're 19 years old, you're 18, you've got no capital. 
talk to someone talk to a parent talk to an investor tell them don't let these little things such as oh i'm too old i'm too this i'm too that i'm too if you want to be a model your plus size go for it do it honestly speaking I'm one person who my parents used to buy me stationery <laughs> at the beginning of the term. If you lose the crayons, if you lose the pencil case, if you lose this, you have to, unless it's an emergency, if you really plead with my parents. Otherwise, stationery is only bought at the beginning of the, they buy, they used to buy everything in advance, pencils, pens, rulers, all that stuff. They would buy for you and you'd have to, you'd have to take care of it. So I was one person, if someone loses my stuff, I would actually cry. <laughs> I know people who knew me in high school are probably listening like yeah Mumba was really strict when it came to like stuff like rulers and all that stuff. I used to get pissed when people mess with my stationery. So it's that thing of where people already labeled me stingy. Meanwhile, I was really just trying to avoid getting into trouble with my parents. They'll, <laughs> they'll be like, oh no, she won't even give you spare pen. So it's that thing of where I didn't want that label of stingy, but at the end of the day, I also didn't want to be labeled as careful because most people, to be honest, aren't really cautious with other people's stuff. So I didn't like giving out my stuff to certain people because I knew they would either lose it or steal it and say it's theirs. (laughs) So yeah, after the whole, I didn't want to be labeled stingy. I would always be giving out my stuff, but at the end of the day, I would make sure that I get it back. Even though I don't want to give someone something, I couldn't say no because I didn't want the label of stingy. Something of where they'd probably say it in a playful way, but it used to also affect me. Like they would probably say it in it in a playful way, like "Oh, you're stingy. Oh, you're chimutani. Oh, you know, something of where, even though they were playfully saying it." It still was like, oh my gosh, I already had this label once upon a time. I don't need it again. So I would fail to say no whenever they ask for something. And I feel also in big ages, it also becomes an issue. I think we can go back to relationships where in a relationship with someone and you don't want to do certain acts, but you, you're scared that they're going to go look for someone else or they may find someone who's willing to do all those things for them. So you fail to say no to them because you're afraid you're going to hurt their feelings and they'll leave you. So every time they ask for something, your answer is always yes. Your answer is always yes. Your answer is always yes. Because you don't have a backbone. You're afraid of being alone. Which will prob- someone else will probably come take over the pod and talk about those issues because I am not the person, to be honest. Another trait of low self-esteem that I had was failure to believe people when they complimented me. I don't know if you guys go through this, but when someone used to compliment me, I'd be like, oh my gosh, they're just doing me my setting. You know, they'd be like, oh, you look nice. Oh, your hair looks good. Oh, you're this, this, that. And you know, when people used to talk about my hair, I used to be like, they're doing me my setting. And you, truly, I just saw the beauty in it alone. Because people would be like, oh, I like your hair. And me, I'd be like, I literally struggle combing my hair. But apparently now... It's a good thing having thick hair. Back then, it used to be an issue because even hairdressers used to charge my mom extra so that they can braid it because they would be like, no, her hair is too much. You get so... 
I used to feel like, oh my goodness, my hair is too much. My head is big. This combination, mom spending too much. So whenever people would be like, I like your hair, I'm just like, here we go again with the with the sarcasm. But yeah. So I thought either that, uh, you know, loss of esteem. Like I said before, you're scared to try new things. You're scared to take risks. Shit. Charge up. Okay. Like I said before, another point, you're scared to take risks. You try you're scared you're trying to you're you're afraid of trying new things and making new friends. I don't know who else went through this, but I used to up to today I don't like making new friends. Like <laughs> you know something where you even complain that oh I'm too single, I'm single, I'm single, I'm single. When a guy a, a guy that maybe I'm crushing on DMs me, like you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I really like this guy. I really like this guy. I really like this guy. The moment they DM me, I don't know what happens to me. I'm just like, why the hell did this person? You know, you can still like a person, but you're like, because they give you such anxiety and they make you question yourself, like, what do they actually want with me? So I'm so afraid of, you know, when, when, when guys that I am crushing on text me, because it's like, because, you know, some of them, like, when was that? I think on my first no the third episode my crush actually dm me to talk about like the board and i was just like this boy just gives me anxiety like why was he even listening to the pod yeah like why was he even listening to the pod you know i don't like it because i get so anxious and i feel like i'll either say too much or i'll say too less i'm not too i'm not interesting for him or i'm not good enough you know i already spoke about this stuff so like you know starting new flings or new relationships with people i i really don't enjoy it up to today but i need to work on that because i can't always be running away and wishing that these people you know it's that thing of where i used to hide behind crushes should remain crushes but mm, with the, once they text ish hectic um but I can say loss of esteem personally it built character. <laughs> I know people people hate this when I say this, but really it really built character because I felt like I was ugly. So it's like you know since I'm ugly I need to make up for it one way or the other and I became, you know, the funny friend. I became you know the friend who's always cracking jokes and all that stuff. But then I just I'm just like I really didn't need to do all that. <laughs> I really didn't, but it built character. You know, I can hold conversations with people and all that stuff, which I can say is a plus. So those, 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 those who know, they know. Those who don't know, I don't want to tell you. But those who know, who've gone through it, you know that your self-esteem builds character. You know you're funny like that because you went through something. <laughs> yeah. So. What I could, looking back, what I could tell younger Mumba, who had low self-esteem issues. What could I tell you, sis? Honestly speaking, if I look back at younger me, I would tell her, like, really, there's no need for all that. There's literally no need for you to do all that for people. For you to hate yourself that much. I really feel younger Mumba should have been kind to herself. 
because I did not deserve what I was thinking about myself. I did not, you know. You know. I just feel she deserved better. Hmm. And for those. So, I'll just summarize this because I think this is getting too long. I really don't like long episodes because people end, like, before we get to the good stuff. What boosted my self-esteem? I started putting myself first. And by putting myself first, it's not like I dismissed other people and was doing whatever I wanted. No, by putting myself first is that I was my number one priority. Because, of course, you cannot take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself. And I really enjoy taking care of other people. I don't know. It's just... It's just something that I enjoy. I enjoy it when people can rely on me for something because it makes me feel responsible so it was really hard for me to actually start putting myself first and being a little selfish but that's what i did i started being more grateful and accepting compliments so when people compliment me be it sarcastic or whatever i would always just take it as it is and be like thank you very much i said like you know i was just grateful I was grateful to God too. I was grateful for life because I could you can't really spend your whole life holding on to things that hurt you. You can't spend, you know, I get that the moments in depression where it feels like there's no hope. It feels like everything is at a standstill. It feels like God doesn't care. It feels like no one cares. But I feel it great it, it gets easier once you start being grateful. At first, I used to think it's like a selfish thing to tell people to be grateful when they are sad. And which sometimes, it depends on how you say it. It could be really selfish because we don't really know what struggles people are going through. But personally, that's how I dealt with it. I just looked back and was like, God, I have two parents who are still here. I'm grateful for that. I just listed everything I was grateful for. Because really, what you are not thanking God for, someone else is praying for it. So, it's like, I have my siblings with me. I'm grateful for them. I have my friends. You have kept them all. I'm grateful for that. I have school. You're still moving me forward. I'm grateful for that. There's so many things to be grateful for. So, once I started doing that, it was like, even when taking risks... I knew that I'm not only doing it for myself, but there's someone out there who I'm inspiring. My younger sister is probably looking up to me. My older siblings could also be looking up to me for, I don't know if, are you guys looking up to me? Dear me, if you're looking up to me, because I know I'm very inspirational. You know, Christopher, who told me, my 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 gymming inspired him, is <laughs> looking up to me. <laughs> Yeah, I also stopped living up to people's expectations. Mm. That includes your parents. I feel like they put so much unnecessary pressure on us. But once I realized that, sure, I'm doing this to make my mom and my dad happy. You know, like with ACCA, I was, to be honest, I only did it because of my mom and my dad. I was like, let me just do it for them. But true, genuinely, I didn't know what I was doing at that point in my life. So, yeah, 
I just stopped living up to people's expectations. I just lived my life as it is. I I did what I felt I needed to do. I did what made me happy and I am still doing what makes me happy. Some people may not be happy with my lifestyle, but as long as it makes me happy, genuinely happy, I'm at peace with myself. Really. That's all there is to it. I also made my values and what I expected of myself and other people very clear. When letting people into your lives, like I said with guys, I was really, you know, easily swayed because I didn't want to lose people and all that stuff. So when I made it clear that I don't do this, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't go out and truly I am not a going out person and I had to just come to terms with it because you know people would be like oh you know this party this that clubbing and all that stuff and I would be like oh yeah yeah but I just realized that it's really not for everyone and it's okay I don't need to fit in I don't need to do certain things you know to please other people or to look a certain way or to look cool just I just came to terms with the fact that I'm just a family person I'm just for at home because even here at first I was thinking that oh it's probably because I'm home but even in university I am not an like going out person I'm I'm usually just in my house and I just came to terms with it that mm-mm, this lifestyle not for me um, I also dealt with my past I just as Deborah said self so searching sorry yeah as she said so searching i just you know looked back at what i did wrong oh of course i was a child there's nothing that i did wrong maybe but yeah uh, you just have to come to terms with your past if you offended someone and you know you offended someone if, i don't know who's listening out there but if that's what's stopping you maybe you did something and you feel you're not worthy of maybe finding love again or applying for a new job or having another kid i don't know what you're going through but deal with what happened in the past so that you can be able to move forward because that really hinders a lot of progress and a lot of chances that you're stopping just by lingering to that one thing you're feeling guilty about Another thing that I did to build my confidence was I started gymming, guys. You know, I started gymming because I wanted to lose weight. Then, I don't know. I just, along the way, I just, it wasn't about the weight. It was because I started feeling good about myself. I started feeling healthy. Firstly, I would just like to say, fuck Corona, fuck the cocoa. Because it ruined my summer body. I was supposed to have abs this okay I'm exaggerating. But guys, I was supposed to have a nearly summer body, almost summer body. Zero point five summer body. I was supposed to be you know at least halfway there. But you know, the cocoa came through. She came through and ruined my plans, but we move. But yeah, these are just some things you guys can do too. You can exercise at home since you know it's it's locked down and all that it really made me feel good about myself you know it's like oh i feel healthier you know even though maybe you're not seeing the development other people are not seeing the development but myself i was just like oh my god my butt has become perkier you know i was just like okay this is good this is good so yeah 
I also let negative people go. Excuse me. I also let negative people go. Hmm. To be honest, I feel like even the negative people that I let go, I was probably also toxic towards them. So I really can't say much on that because I feel like at some point in my life, I was also a bad person towards someone else. So I don't think I have any right to be calling out people on their toxic traits. But yeah, if you feel like you have people that are hindering your progress, or maybe they're influencing you in a negative way, or they're not understanding that you're not about a certain type of lifestyle that they want you to be in, it's okay to let them go. You can take it step by step. You can start by going on a... I don't know. If you don't want to make it seem like you're ignoring them, go on a social media break. Just do yourself one month. Like, get rid of all the apps. Probably except WhatsApp because, you know, you need it for your parents. But just go on a detox, a breather. Or if you're confident enough, you can let them know how you're feeling. And if they don't, if, if they still don't understand and get offended by the fact that you want to stop living a certain lifestyle they really weren't meant to be in your life i feel with friendships if you want it to work there has to be compromise there has to be understanding you know you have to know that i have this certain type of a friend and she doesn't do this and she doesn't like this so i can't do that with her because like with me i know i have this type of a friend i can talk to about this stuff i can go drinking with i can do this and this then again, I have these friends who I can't do that with because I know they're not about that lifestyle and I cannot start implementing what I do onto them. If they say they don't do this, they don't do it. I have to respect that. If I don't, I'm free to leave, leave, leave out the to walk out the door. I also started caring about my appearance. I don't know who knew me. I don't even know when to start. Grade 8, 9? Grade 8, 9 up to grade 11, 12. I was tomboy as hell. Mm. I think this is why this is why this is why my siblings thought I was a lesbian, because mm. <laughs> I look back at the photos and I'm like, mumba, 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 mumba. Guys, my closet. I only had one dress, which was for church. I don't know if my churchmates will listen to this. I know. I think I only had like one, two dresses. Okay, to be honest, I never even used to go to church. My mom is really such an understanding person, guys. I was on church break for four years. I never touched church for four years because I was going through this personality thingy. I wasn't feeling church. So my parents, they also didn't force me. I asked when back alone. So, ah, I was tomboy as hell. I remember once I even went in sweatpants to church. And you know, my church is just his head. So like, you know, I don't think girls, except the kids, wear jeans or trousers. <sighs> yeah, I never used to really care about how I looked because most of the times people don't need to do at that age. What I like, what I used to observe was like people don't need to do that to like please guys and all that. And I wasn't really about that life. I didn't care. I used to wear what made me comfortable. I remember my aunts would be like, Comfort- comfortable, comfortable. You always want to be comfortable. You always want to be, but to be- sweats just made me happy. <laughs> That's all I used to wear. If you catch me in a dress, then you've caught me. I'm from being shouted at by my mom. Or I'm in my school uniform in a skate. Otherwise, it was always jeans, sweats. Jeans, sweats with tees, tees, tees. I ish. 
thank god for growth thank god for the glow <laughs> yeah it it helped, it it's really boosted my confidence you know sometimes i just look at myself when i wear clothes and i'm like sheesh i'm fine which is true i am fine <laughs> if you think otherwise i don't know i don't know because um, i am a babe mm. and i said taking failure as a step to to you know to growth no it's just like maybe a ca or something and you're like one exam you're like oh i failed so it's like it's cool there's still another chance there's still another ca there's still another semester there's still another year it's okay i'll keep pushing myself i'll keep doing it you know i just stop beating myself up about oh my ca is too low oh my gosh the semester oh my gosh you know such things i just let it all go and lastly i made a podcast this was like i think like my final thingy it was on my to-do list so i made a podcast where i'll be i was like i'll just be talking and people who listen and who want to relate will listen and i think it's going well people dm me about how it's relatable and it really makes me happy knowing that you know in this world you may be lonely but you're not alone so it was like oh so in my head i was going through all this thinking that i'm the only one who gets depressed i'm the only one who gets sad and yet there are girls who look like that who look gorgeous like that there are guys who are hot like that and they still have self-esteem issues and i'm like probably someone out there also looks at me and is like how does that girl have self-esteem issues you know it's just like a circle you don't expect you know we expect we don't expect other people to also go through what we're struggling with we always think that yeah it's just us so i would like to close this pod by you know just some things to do not to destroy other people's self-esteem be kind at all times i know sometimes it gets hard because people can be annoying majority of the time but please by all means try to be kind try to be loving think before you speak words carry a lot of weight especially when it comes maybe zambians especially let me speak on this zambians please 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 telling someone you have gained weight you have lost weight please they have mirrors at home they have scales at home it is totally unnecessary for you to call out someone on how they look like trust me they can see it they can see it they know what they're doing they don't need you to constantly remind them that bro you've gained weight bro you've lost weight they can see it honestly speaking because you do not know what people are going through just to lose weight just to maintain weight or just to lose weight just to gain then you come tell them the opposite of what they want to hear truly you're making them seem like maybe they're wasting their time or something (sighs) so be mindful of what you say to people always be kind please don't be afraid to show love to your siblings i know siblings can be annoying but please remind them how treasured they are because the words you remove really molds who they are going to be tomorrow today please 
text your younger sibling or tell your younger sibling how beautiful they are please remind them it will go a long way even just in the decisions they'll make in future they won't be out there looking for validation from other people because they're constantly being reminded about it please 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 show love and be kind to yourself also Well, this is the end of episode 5 of The Pursuit of Serotonin. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm really sorry if it's very long. I will try to edit it. Catch you next time on episode 6. I'll probably have a surprise next time. Guys, I told you guys in the last episode, you can please, if you could please, send me voice notes on Anchor of what you think of the previous episodes so that I can be adding it to the episode before. Please, please, I don't know who's going to reach this far, but whoever reaches this far, you better, you better send that, that voice note. Otherwise, those who just come to me, it's relatable to, you better send that voice note. I'm watching. I'll be expecting. Bye.